podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Below the Belt. It's episode 30, the Jamel Charlo episode. Wow. WBC 154, 30 and... Was he 30-0? He's 30-0. He's 30 Unbeaten. Yeah, he's a bad man. Him and... Uh, oh, did you guys see that video of um, Jamal having the little thing with, with Danny Jacobs. Jacobs? Yes, yes I did. Backstage yeah. and it, it quickly looked, got naughty. It looks so staged, but it's still cool though. Yeah. It yeah. Was, uh... They just happened to see each other, someone just happened to be filming. <laughs> I know everyone's got phones on them, but... Yeah. And then that guy just shouts out, look, he was a pussy. And it's like, and Danny Jacobs' face was exactly probably what everyone else's face when yeah. you saw that. It was like, who the fuck are you, mate? I love boxers shouting at each other. Yeah. At uh, 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 Coney Chamberlain when we were there right, ne- with, right with next Charlie to Coops. and, and Cal Yeah, yeah. That, was, um, that was just weird because yeah. it was like, just if two blokes were having an argument like that in a pub, right? No one else would calm down. Yeah, but it's like it's like being at the theatre. Yeah, you know nothing's going to happen. It's very safe. Everyone's standing there. Quit filming that shit. Yeah, Yeah. just because you know it's just all part of the theatre. And that fight, society. That fight looks like it's going to happen, doesn't it? Oh, so it should. I think. I get. Look, I get why Cow is saying, "Look, who the fuck is Charlie Edwards to me at the minute?" With I'm a world title, he's irrelevant to any world title uh, holder, which is what his exact words to me were on the night. But. But this, but this is a fight that's there, easy for him to take. He's not got the biggest profile in the world. Yeah. Not Charlie, to be fair, either. Yeah. And this is this is something, but with the Sky Machine behind it, why not? And they'll make some decent money on a decent undercard for that. Unless, unless Cal Yafai is going to have a unification fight. Yeah, what I else is he going to do? He's holding out for Chocolatito, isn't he? Yeah, because that's that's like that's a that's a he fight is, that and makes he is, you a and, star. Yeah, and Cal told us that he is he is actually mandatory for for Cal's belt. Is he? Bizarrely, yeah. Chocolatito if he wants to be mandatory he's mandatory yeah that's true anyway <laughs> that wasn't something that we were meant to be talking about no I know but I like randomness how you been alright yeah cool man yeah yeah good good tea been alright been alright what's going on uh, not a great deal I missed a lot of the boxing this month yeah. so I'd be pretty hopeless on the podcast <laughs> um, here I am <laughs> I'll try we don't talk about what we talk about I'll, 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 I'll try and wing it yeah yeah we can talk about other stuff. Well, it's international football, but there's not much to talk about there either. So yeah, it's a really one of those weeks, isn't it? I would, you know what? I'll be honest. I was a little bit. I was starting to get a little bit bored about boxing, and then the Wilder fight happened. Yeah, and then I was standing up, standing up in front nice. of the TV, shouting, yeah. "Go on, Deontay, son!" Like, really? It was yeah. I love him. I love I'm Deontay, Deontay Wilder. Well. All right, well, okay, let's, let's, let's get straight into it then. So obviously, Wilder and Ortiz went for the WBC uh, heavyweight title in. Um, uh, what was it? New, was it New York? New York. Brooklyn. It was New York, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Brooklyn. So it was a couple of weeks ago, but look, it was too good not to it talk about. It was fucking great. So, it? so talk us through it. Talk, I mean, uh, tell us how nice it was to, like you say, be back up on your feet and yeah. and excited again. Yeah, it was great because Louis, Louis Ortiz, uh, stylistically, you know, he's a Cuban, so therefore he's so technically sound. He's a southpaw. He's big. He's got some pop, and he boxed Deontay's ears off for like four rounds. Yeah, he did. And then buzzed him badly. I think it was... Uh, no, he got dropped in round five, if I remember rightly. Um, but he was still, you know, in control. And then and then 
then hurts Deontay badly mm. in round seven. Um, could, but then it looks like he punched himself out in round seven because round eight, round eight, he kind of let Wilder off the hook. Uh, and then nine, you see Wilder coming on, you see it coming kind of thing. And that's when I'm starting to get up and I'm like, go on, Deontay, son, go on, son. He's terrible, Wilder. Yeah, really? I, the thing is, he does everything bad. He doesn't punch correctly. His feet are awful. He's technically, he's weird. He cuffs and slaps. But he's the hardest puncher in the division. And you saw that in round nine and round 10, and especially in round 10, when he got Ortiz out of there. Mm. And it was like, fucking bravo, son. And it was just such a great performance. And he deserves all the credit in the world for it. To play devil's advocate, though, and you're talking about, about Wada and you know everything that we've come to know about stylistically how fighters should punch and all mm. technique. Why, yeah. Sorry, how, people, how fighters should punch and how their feet should move, but does not. It, but this, his shape, his 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 height, his reach, is that type of stuff. Is that does that kind of prohibit him from doing those stuff correctly? He's in like, that division. I mean, he's like Adebayor. He's all arms and legs. Mm. He's built like a basketball player. He's gangly and skinny. That's what I'm saying. So can he? Could he sit up tight behind a jab? Probably and, not. No. You probably can't imagine him throwing a Ricky hat and left hook to the body. His arms are too long. Um, so I take your point, but someone like that that's that's tall and rangy, you expect them to be a bit more Vlad Klitschko, a little bit more Lennox Lewis, just a, just use their range a bit more, mm. put their front foot forward, use their jab. His jab's okay, but Ortiz kind of took it away from him. Um, I think I think uh, I think people are forgetting how difficult Ortiz was stylistically for someone like Wilder. I think Ortiz gives any fighter problems just because of his style. Um, he's so <coughs> technically sound. And obviously he's a southpaw as well, and everybody hates southpaws. So it's, you know, it was it was always going to be a tough fight for Wilder, but massive credit to him. T, similar feeling? Yeah, um, I mean, the thing with Wilder, because he's so unpredictable, how do you prepare to, to fight against him? Um, I mean, obviously Josh was the obvious question <clears throat> we're going to ask, but you think with um, the way... The way in which Wilder fights is difficult to really prepare for, and he's just relying on a punch an awful lot. Mm. You know, I think um, the first five rounds, Ortiz did box his ears up. I th- it, it felt to me that Wilder was just figuring him out. He knew he wasn't going to get knocked out. He kept kept him at range, but um, but no, it's exciting. You know, I've got a lot of time for him. You know, I mean, um, I mean, one thing I stopped be talking about in this fight, and they're not really made a big deal about that. They both got daughters who have disabilities, and I think. Has he been on a 24-7 or anything like that, Deontay Wilder? There might be a documentary about him. He's probably done and, some Showtime things. Yeah. He hasn't done like the yeah. full all-access treatment yeah. like a Mayweather fight would, but I think he's done little specials yeah, He's done a couple of those, and you know, I, just, I, li- I like his story. I like, I like him a lot. Um, technically, he's not the best, but you know, you've got the heavyweight division of people like Solis in the past who are just out of shape. You know, A lot of um, lazy fat boxers. You've got someone like Deontay, Deontay Wilder who lives a life. Mm. He's not out there out on the piss. He's not eating badly. He keeps himself in good shape. And, um, you know, I mean, you've got someone like Joshua and there's all kinds of rumours about how he got the body he got. But someone like Wilder strikes me as someone who just really lives a life. And, um, yeah, I think he beats Devern in a round and, you know, it looked like an easy fight. But there were some things that Wilder showed in that fight that shows, you know, he is the fundamentals. He is then the fundamentals a bit more than, than it was in the past. I've... Um... I've I've almost gone completely one eighty on on Deontay Wilder. I think I I found him not boring. That's not the right word. But I found him uh, difficult to watch, probably for the reasons that, that you that you said, Cal. 
But now he's in a situation now where you look at the type, of, like you say, uh, T against um, Esther Vernon and 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 obviously all T's. You look at how those fights have played out and how he's finished those flight fights in all sorts in different manners. But like you say, looking wild and but just a little bit all over the place, but still so effective. And then you look at Josh. I mean, I watched the Joshua's open workout yesterday, which, look, what are you going to learn from an open workout? Nothing. But what we do know from Joshua is that he struggles with head movement mm. and is very, you know, on tracks a lot yeah. of the time. Now, look, Rob McCracken is one of the best in the game, and Absolutely, I'm sure he yeah. will know what's coming down the line. But, um, and obviously not ignoring Joseph Parker, which we'll, we'll talk about in a moment, but it just makes that fight so, you know, you, Joshua could, could be as, as kind of regimented or as, or as correct as he is, but all Wilder does is 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 throw some random uppercut from some ridiculous angle, and and that could be it. And it's nice to see. And it would be like to say both guys who are in shape. It's not you know nothing that just looks pathetic. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I thought I thought for the fight itself that that eighth round was key. Yeah. Because because it, it gave that was his complete recovery. Yeah. Wilder because he had. Because Ortiz had punched himself out, he had that three minutes to just be right. Because at the start of it, it was so weird. It was like, have you ever driven a car, right? And your clutch is gone, mm. or your pa- or the power's gone, the spark plug or something that's gone in the car, and you put your foot down, but nothing's, nothing really happens. Yeah. And that's what it was like. The lights were on, all the dials are fine. Everything's fine, everything's working, the steering wheel's working, but it's just nothing, you right. just can't do it. Right, right. Uh, and that's what it looked like in the, there's a couple of rounds before, particularly in the seventh, and I was like, he, well, he's gone. He's gone. If he can't, he's got to get this back. But it's been it's been a long time since it's been a top level fight where you can positively say the first person who lands wins. Yeah, and that's what makes Joshua V Wilder very fast. It's probably don't say it's like the biggest fight in 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 like ten years or anything, but it's at least mm. the biggest heavyweight fight probably since the days of Lewis. Because no one no one can say with any degree of confidence what's going to happen. People mm. can say Joshua's going to win because he's a better boxer, but if Wilder lands, I mean. It's been said hundreds of times already if, you know, when Joshua was down against Klitschko, Klitschko was a bit reticent to step in and finish the job. Mm. I mean, Wilder might get himself chinned trying to finish him off, yeah, but yeah. And then, you know, if um, if Joshua hits Wilder with the uppercut he hits Klitschko with, what does Wilder do then? Because the thing of Wilder, he may not have the best chin, but because he's an athlete, I mean, he stays up. having a good chin isn't about strength, it's about fitness as well. Well, I'd say he has got a very good chin. I think. I mean, it's some not, of the stuff it's he not got bad. Yeah. It's, not, it's not bad at all. And um, I mean, I was massively impressed. I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, I was. I walked. One of the things I walked away from that fight was thinking, "Fucking, I had a chin on him." He's got hot. He yeah. didn't go down. He got buzzed mm. badly, but he didn't look like he was going to go down. You thought, "Oh, ref might stop this on the ropes," and we know what he's going to punch, man. That was dodgy as fuck at the start of the next round. No, what no. was that about? It, it's New York. Since since the Mike Perez. Had the fight with... Sorry, Chap- give me some context. I forgot what you... Okay, so he's saying at the end of what round was it? The seven? start of round eight. But at start of round eight, they before the round was about to start, the doctor called him back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Right. Everyone's saying it's dodgy as fuck. It is a lip, but... Okay, so Mike Perez had that fight and a chap with a massively long name and I can't say it. Yeah. And he put him in a coma and he's... You know, it mm. ended up really bad for him. New York State got sued to fuck. Mm. They had to pay out a shitload of money. So since then, and this isn't the first fight it's happened in, they've started doing these checks on fighters, making them walk back and forwards and things like that. Right. Um, that's what that was. They were looking oh, at him to okay. make sure he was okay. 
And it was, not know that. Okay. it was like... But they wouldn't have stopped it, though, if he wasn't, though, would they? I mean, I, well, I, I, you have, I to, you have to place your trust, No, no, no you, of course, but... because um, they'll obviously get sued. It's like, if they're seen to be doing that, mm-hmm. then that's fine. But would they have really stopped Wilder? It's a bit like Canelo. Is he ever going to lose a points decision ever? No. No. Well, you have to, uh, yeah, you're probably right. But like I said, I, I can't think of it like that because it makes me sad. <laughs> but New York have just start, they're really on this concussion thing now mm-hmm. they're really really hot on it uh, to the point where at the weekend uh, the one of the fights on the top rank cards was uh, practically stopped by a doctor right. which is against the rules normally only the referee can stop the fight uh, but the doctor ran up the stairs and started waving his arms and instantly the ref started waving his arms mm. um, which is I thought was really dodgy right. um, but so it's just something that New York are kind of doing at the minute. So I didn't think it was too dodgy, but I can see why people thought of that. Um, but I, I think Wilder Joshua is kind of set up to be a modern day Foreman Lyle, mm. <laughs> where one goes down, the other goes down yeah. like that, because Wilder could get knocked down, but he's such a good athlete, he's going to get up again. Yeah. And Joshua could, Joshua's got issues with his engine. He could punch himself out, and then Wilder could knock him down. Yeah. It, it set for me. It looks like it could be a class. It it's could very, be. It's very exciting, isn't it? Yeah. It, and you think really, you look at over the last. I mean, the heavy. We, you know, we've all got our thoughts on the heavyweight division as a whole, and I think Deontay Wilder kind of last two fights have enhanced it because you've now got Joshua's got this fight with Wilder, and if and if Tyson does come back, um, which it looks like it is, we've heard that his decision's been been made of who he's going to go with. So that'll be interesting. Um, then. Really, it, it you look at the heavyweight fights we've had that have been entertaining the last, you know, proper entertaining heavyweight fights of, of an okay level. And it's been all right. I mean, you could maybe you could throw in White Chisora in that, but do you know what I mean? You, that part of entertaining because they're both crap. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but what I'm saying, the heavyweight fights that are being entertaining again, but that are now becoming a little bit relevant. You know, Huey Fury and and, jo- and Joseph Parker was not you know entertaining in the slightest, but we've had no. Joshua Klitschko, Joshua Takam. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilder Ortiz, um, you know, so and, and we've got ones to come. I think Joshua Parker at the weekend is going to be it's going to be interesting. Well, let's, interesting. Before we go to that, though, to finish off on on Wilder, um, would you pick would you pick Wilder to beat Joshua now? If if you had to put, you can't sit on the fence. You go one way or the other. He's a live dog in this fight. He's very much a live dog. That's that's uh, my head. My head says Joshua. I'll say Joshua, but um, Wilder can absolutely clean his clock. I. I I think Joshua's taken his foot off the pedal a little bit. Mm. I, I've been saying this for a little while. He looks... Do you know what it is? It's these little things in the media where those little slips of the mask where he's starting to say some dodgy shit. And his, <coughs> last, his the Takan performance wasn't amazing. But you can put it down um, to substitution. Yeah, you can put it down to substitution. You know, I, I, think he, I think he thinks he's made it. And he has made it. What are his top three performances, though? And... Outside of Klitschko, you'll struggle because Brazil, he wasn't great. Yeah, and Molina was just a bum. I think White. Takan, was, I think White's good because Takan, he was he was in no, trouble. He was yeah, in, he white, was in trouble. The and... White fight. I think he. I think the emotion got to him a bit. Yeah, that's yeah. So he probably got what he got. Klitschko, White, and oh, I don't know after that. Yeah, because a lot of the fights he's been. He's still learning. I mean, he's yeah. he, he, he's his own worst critic. He's learning. He's still learning the trade, but. I think I Wilder think, can beat him. I think next week against Parker, he'll be very, very keen well, to make an impression. Yeah, let's let's get on to that in a second. I've got one more question before we talk about that. Do you want Anthony Joshua to beat Deontay Wilder? No, because I love Deontay. <laughs> <laughs> He's now my new guy. I love Wilder. See? I, I It would be good if Wilder wins the first fight. Some kind of trilogy type. Ali Fraser type shit. Well, just for that reason, to be able to get... Partly, the, yeah. But, but, or, if, but, or do you if, just not want Joshua to win? I don't, I don't have... 
anything against Joshua that sucks. But I think if Joshua beats him, I'm not sure there'll be a rematch. If Joshua gets beat, I think there'll almost definitely be a rematch. Mm. Unless he gets knocked out in a round, which won't happen. I'll, I'll say it now. I don't particularly want Anthony Joshua to win. And I can only say that because I would find it fascinating to see what happens next. The Daily Mail will be calling him the, the Nigerian. <laughs> the Nigerian. <laughs> Nigerian. Nigerian. And he'd be Femi. He yeah, he'd be, be, yeah. be, be Femi. That's what all the Brexit mob call him anyway. Did uh, you lot see the video on Instagram? It's on the Boxing Memes page. Yeah. It's of Joseph Parker watching Wilder Ortiz. No. So when Ortiz is buzzing him and he's fucking got Wilder over the place, he's on the edge of his seat and he's giddy and all him and all his mates are giddy. Yeah. And then Wilder knocks him out yeah. and he looks absolutely crestfallen. Yeah. He looks gutted. <laughs> Deontay Wilder's the most avoided man in boxing. I think mm. I think he's a bit shook. I think Joshua's a little bit. He doesn't are. want Joshua doesn't want him in the ring on Saturday. I don't want any of that WWE yeah. stuff. Oh fuck off! Come on, let's have a bit of theatre. Yeah, you know what I said? I watched I watched an interview with. Um, with Eddie on, on IFL and uh, and he said about he said look he's only coming if he can get in the ring and stuff fucking right uh, yeah I'm, I'm a bit of the I am a bit I like d- well the fight hasn't been made yet oh bollocks make the fight no yeah one, yeah yeah make yeah, the fight yeah, but, but like any, come on Abby anything Joshua does outside of fighting Wilder is window dressing yeah he'll probably fight Miller and he'll probably fight White which I don't really want to happen and then probably fight Wilder well, if, if no like, one gives a shit about those two fights those yeah. fights are just Oh, no, I disagree on the white one. I think I think there's a market for that. There's a market for it. Anyway, the middle I'm one makes gonna... sense because you're trying to get the American market so you can make the world of fighting Vegas. Okay, well let's, let's talk about it. So we've got uh, AJ and Parker at the weekend, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, realistically, if let's let's say AJ wins that, which right. I think we'll think yeah. that he will, but I think it would be interesting. Yeah. Um, but we're going to do a pod closer to the time. We're going to do one afterwards. Oh, okay. That's right, arguably well... be his best win. Yeah. Probably is. Probably is. His best so win. prediction now. What Joshua Parker? Yeah. Because if it's the Parker that was against Huey Fury, then I reckon, I think it would end up actually being quite easy work. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I think Joshua wins, but um, Parker's very much a live fighter. And um, but why? I don't know. Of the Parker stuff that I've seen, so the Takam fight, I was like, blimey. Away with that, he's yeah, got no one, yeah, but, yeah, but no one puts away Takam though. And John, yeah, but and then I, Huey I, I Fury, feel... I thought he actually got away with that. I've, I've, not, I've not actually seen that. You thought Huey Fury beat him? I didn't know whether he beat him. I mean, I, it... I thought Huey Fury was poor, and we, we spoke about it. Well, I time. thought, yeah, I mean, I don't think he was great, but I also didn't, I thought they were both, both poor at the things that yeah. they should have been doing, and which yeah. neither of them were. Yeah, but I'm, all I'm saying is that I've just looked at and wasn't like at the end of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I don't know, I just. Maybe it's because I just don't. Or maybe I just don't know enough about him. Maybe that's part of it, the unknown. I mean, when we did this pod, and you load of us, well, not me. But there was a lot of Charles Martin fucking fans that week. No, there wasn't. We there fucking was. Walked the streets like a god, mate. <laughs> that was what it was. That's what got us yeah, all going because yeah. he said he walked this earth like a yeah. god. Look, the thing with um, Parker. <laughs> Sorry. The thing, of, the thing of Parker is that um, it's, it's an excuse that's made a lot. They fight to the level of his opponent, and um, I don't think he'll be struggling for motivation next week. But I don't think Joshua puts him away like he put away a Molina. No, it won't be two rounds. I think he'll do him like eight rounds or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so let's 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 say that. So realistically, then when Joshua's the next time that they can fight, well, it's going to be October, November, hmm. right? For where? Exactly. Which is what I mean. I don't think it will happen. So, they both take a fight in the meantime. 
Joshua can go to America and fight a Miller or whatever, yeah. you know, for, on HBO or whatever, and 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 get that done. Wilder, Wilder's got time to squeeze one in. Oh yeah, he'll probably fight Brazil. I reckon he might fight White. Could he fight Dylan White? This is my question. Yeah. So if Dylan White beats Lucas Brown this weekend, yeah, he he'd be in a position to be mandatory. That would be great. And I don't. Yeah. I've got a real soft spot for Dylan White. And I know. Yeah. I know. But I, and I'm sure I have on this yeah. podcast in the past said about you know in terms of I don't think he's very I've, good. I've gone 180 on him the, the opposite direction. But I I actually think he's probably actually a little bit better than I gave him credit for. Yeah. And I think I think he battles with a little bit of just wanting to put on a show a bit all the time and then not being able to. I think I don't know. Look, the Hellenist fight was awful, but I like him. I like Dillian White. I really want I want him to fight Joshua again. He's not rubbish. No. He's not rubbish. And do you know what? In the Joshua fight, I actually was quite impressed with how he handled himself after being hurt a couple of times. I thought his ring generalship was really good. I was quite impressed with it. He looks uh, better now, Dillian White, as yeah. well. He looks in better shape. He looks... He's taking it seriously. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. So do you think do you think he could fight Wilder? It's part, yeah, because uh, Hearn's going to get him into a position. Yeah. If he wins this silver belt at the weekend mm. against um, Lucas Brown, then he's in position then. Yeah. But I think Brazil might be mandatory. I'm not sure. White could fight Brazil. That'd be crap. That would yeah. be crap. That would be one of them has to fight Wilder. Yeah. If, well. Yeah. Like I said, and then hopefully, so we'll get it May next year. Yeah. That. Yeah. Wembley Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, there's a lot of wait like over a year for that stuff, man. Yeah. Boxing, what are you going to do? Um, Andy Joshua has his last fight, I believe, with Matchroom coming up. Well, I've seen that rumoured. Yeah. Uh, well, I think he's <clears throat> talked about it quite openly, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We think he's, I think, on, again, on, on IFA, I think he said, you know, uh, you know, kind um, of to decide, you know, I'm, I'm with the Hearns, I'm with Matchroom, no problem. Yeah. I think Matchroom are looking to actually offering part of the boxing side of the business. Yeah, they, they have to. They have yeah. to. Um, he stays. There's no reason for him to He'll go. He'll stay, but he won't. He will not. I can't see him being on a traditional fighter promo, promotional deal. It will mm. be different somehow. Yeah. Because he's bigger than Matro. Yeah. He's, he is mainstream. He doesn't yeah. need Eddie Hearn. Part of me would like, not because of, I dislike Eddie Hearn. I think Eddie Hearn's done a great job with mm. Joshua. Nobody else could have done the job that, that Hearn has done with Joshua. I wouldn't mind seeing him go on his own because I always like to see fighters take control of their own career. I, I think that's really good. Dennis Lewis did it. Um, elite fighters tend to do that. I like to see it happen. Um, and there's no reason why with AJ Boxing, you know, with Akoli and, and there's a couple of other guys that he's obviously surely looking to, to come in, but they can't work together. Yeah, I think it'll be that. It'll be more a partnership yeah. than, than Hearns' boss kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's like a little... Frank's interviews every now and then just like slides it in just in case, you know. I'm amazing would that be if he just went to Fox Nation? Imagine he signed with Frank Warren. Frank Warren would turn up at a press conference in a gold suit. (laughs) Gold tie. I would be at that press conference. He'd look like the million dollar man. Yeah. Do the laugh and everything. I think BT could just drop Champions League, drop Premier League, drop UFC, just put it all on Anthony Joshua. He'd let, tell, it, let it lose. Let it he'd tell Jack Cattrall to fuck off live <laughs> on TV and just have Joshua. That'd be it. Swap him for Saunders. Yeah, yeah it'd be like a pie exchange. He gives him every fighter. <laughs> <laughs> like an NBA trade. Oh, oh, oh damn, he got to go back to <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Fighting bums for half a sandwich. Can you imagine? Ugh, talking about sandwiches, yeah. someone's been eating some dodgy meat in a sandwich. Yeah. Oh Ooh, Clinello. Yeah, yes, Clinello. Great. I love that. Right. The internet okay, is let's, 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 let's get this done, right? So, Canelo. Oh, we're becoming right pharmacists. 
we have to learn about all these drugs and all this shit. Talk about it. It's just yeah, it's some bad goat. Yeah. That's a good what you stand for, isn't it? Do you know what? You read, you read that for. press release and... I was... Meat is murder. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> you <laughs> read that press release that Golden Boy put out after Canelo's positive test for... Set, go on, you try and pronounce that. Clambutal, isn't it? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Very good. Um, and you read that press release and I was guilty of thinking, oh, this is another story. It's nothing. But just, then, ex- just explain what that press release was generally saying for anyone. So they basically it. said it's a, it was a trace amount. It was it was a, an amount consistent with what you'd get in tainted meat. Um, and the, the WBC said this. The WBC said that. Not it was VADA. A, it was a golden boy. Yeah. It was a golden boy press release. Um, it was done in a VADA tested lab, in a VADA accredited lab. They found the trace amounts of clenbuterol. Yeah. Um, so here's a question. But why don't VADA come out and say that? That's the thing. Vada have been really, really quiet on this. Um, it's, you know, Golden Boy have been quite public. Uh, HBO are still hyping the fight. They're still talking about the fight. The commission are quiet. Um, Vada are quiet. Normally in a situation like this, the fight's off. Mm. Someone pops pops for performance enhancing drugs, fight's off. Yeah, this is a six-rounder on the undercard of yeah. Vada Ortiz. It's off. If, if this is a world title yeah. fight, mm. if this is Amir Khan Lamont Peterson too. He failed for testosterone, fights off. Hmm. This this fight, by all intents and purposes, should be off. And I think that's what Golovkin wants. He wants the commission to do the right thing hmm. and call the fight off. But he can't say, he can't pull out because he's given up an eight-figure payday. Yeah. Because I, uh, just for the people that may not have read this, he's done an interview with the LA Times, Golovkin, and he's been damning about Canelo. He's called him a cheat. He said Oscar De La Hoya is dirty. He said that there's puncture marks in Canelo's stomach where he's had injections in his stomach. Actually, quite slander, slanderous, libelous things mm. if it was not true. Mm. And I imagine if he had a PR department, they'd be jumping up and down thinking, what the fuck is this guy saying? But yeah. then also, but if it's not true, where's, where's, where's the comeback? Exactly, <clears throat> yeah. And Canelo has done nothing other than post a silly thing on an Instagram story saying, I'm going to... Be, kick your ass, you fucking mm. bitch. Nothing, nothing. It's the silence is deafening. So clenbuterol is essentially what helps your metabolism to cut weight. Yes. Um, which is, is, is it? I, I don't get it. I mean, well, I just... look, look at it this way: the amount he blows up from the way into the fight, mm. he's notorious for it. I mean, I'm sure we've all heard the Matthew Hatton interview where you know before. You know, someone always oh, looks a bit, you know, looks a bit, you know, pale. Mm. Then you know they took the gown off and he looked fucking huge. And this is something that Canelo is notorious for. You know, in terms of um, you know putting back, they putting the weight back on and cutting the weight. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it's very damning. But boxing's a weird sport. I mean, well, on that back, what what should happen and what will happen? Well, what what Cal said, the fight should be in the bin. Mm. But they can't bin it because um, Canelo's. The biggest biggest pull in boxing, I think. If you think of the top three, Canelo, maybe AJ. I can't think of a third person who pulls in any money like yeah, that. Those two are the biggest draws <coughs> in biggest draws in the sport. Mm. And, and if and if even if if, if Anthony Joshua got done for Clint Butterall before his next fight, the fight goes ahead. Mm, yeah. If um, Dillian White got done for it, he'd probably get dropped from Matchroom. Eric, Eric Morales got done for it before the Danny Garcia fight, and the fight went on. That was Clem yeah. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, the fight should be off. The, the, the fight should be off, but... Should should there be more emphasis... Oh, I was going to say, should there be more emphasis on Golovkin in saying, like, well, I'm not fighting then if, if he's... Oh, he's not going to walk away from that he, yeah. yeah, he should. 
it's not like he's. But it's, this, is, this is the problem. Isn't it? It's too much money for everyone. Yeah. The commission for both fighters, yeah. managers, agents. What what concerns me about it is is Varda. Yeah. How quiet? Not quiet, but it just seems that they've been like, well, this is what we found. We we told the WBC what it was. Let's just listen to them. Yeah. And I'm like, hold on a minute. If this is in any other sport. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. <clears throat> You see, that's a problem. Um, boxing is decentralised, so um, if you're bigger than the sport, you'll get away with it. In mm. something like UFC, where it's all centralised around Dana White, he can bin him. Okay. To be fair, maybe wouldn't bin off Conor McGregor, mm. but if it's centralised, one person's ahead of it, mm. they can just say, like, this is bad for our brand, get rid. Mm. Boxing doesn't have one brand. Boxing has a number of different belts. So mm. Canelo being done for drugs hurts the sport, but doesn't hurt a brand so. and it, but it, does it hurt the fight for you in terms of your um, enjoyment massively well hmm. to be fair the first I mean I, the first fight was close but as I said Canelo's never going to lose on, on points unless it's a clear defeat like Mayweather yeah. and I don't think Golovkin wins a wee match unless he knocks him out but no one's going to knock out Canelo so what can, what, what can my, you do mine's, my thoughts of it have changed now I've gone from can't wait hype to just quite intrigued to see what Canelo's going to look like well, the, about the thing is, if Canelo beats him, it means nothing. Yeah, it means nothing now. This fight, it, it doesn't mean anything anymore because they're so fucking. Shit, I know man. it. It's. it's I know, think I'll just let them all do what they like. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because it's equal then, but it means nothing if he beats Canelo 121.08. Oh, mm. sorry, if he beats Triple G 121.08, three cards don't matter. But then look at last last year. Um, the first fight happened. A few weeks after the McGregor Mayweather fight, mm. people said, "Oh God, if you really care about boxing, you know, fuck that farce. You've got to watch the Canelo v mm. Golovkin fight. This is what boxing's all about—the best fight and the best." And then um, now, you know, it's happening on the same night as Hayvy Bellew, which is a fight we don't really care about because we get stuck till three in the morning and watch these two, mm. you know, yeah. giants go at it. But now I'm, I'm a bit like, well. I think I might just record it and watch it in the morning. And that is sad, isn't it? This yeah. this is meant to be the pinnacle of our sport right now. Yeah. And the sport is in one of the best positions it's been in for a long time. I mean, in this country in particular. But as as a sport as a whole, in terms of its popularity, in terms of its reach, it's 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 doing so well. And then this just... It does really... It's like a massive kick in the nuts, isn't it? Varda have done a lot of good things. They've done a lot of good things since coming into the sport. Um, what are you laughing at, T? This, this, sorry, this is the Ring Magazine's pound for pound rankings. Yeah, who's at number one and who's at number six? Golovkin's at number one. Canelo's at number six. That's mental. Jesus Christ! I'm sorry, I got distracted. I just had to laugh at that. Did you notice how he folded over your magazine then, Cal? Yeah, it, it was it, open. It's repairable though. It was open. It's fine. <laughs> you did it to Boxing News, which is flimsy and shit. Yeah. <laughs> ring, ring solid. This is a proper mag- a proper magazine that doesn't just fold under pressure. It's like the hobnob of magazines. Is Boxing Monthly? That's go right. out and get yeah. go out and get yours. Yeah. The Navy Seals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I mean, I don't care. Wins yeah, it, means that, it, mean, it doesn't matter anymore. The fight doesn't matter anymore. Mm. Could, I would love to see Golovkin go. Oh, fuck this! I'm gonna go and fight Billy Joe Saunders yeah. for the belts. You know, because who cares about Saunders, Martin Murray, which was yeah. called off the other day, by the way, people. Who gives a shit? Yeah, let's make Golovkin Saunders fuck Canelo. And I love Canelo. I think he's great. I think he's a quality fighter. But yeah. Send us, send us, tweet us, or, or send us messages on Facebook and stuff. What, how you guys feel about about the fight now? Because I'd be fascinated to see what people feel. Is is it a question of we're still going to see two very talented 
uh, chaps go at it in in something that's going to be have a huge amount of hype around it, or or as it ruined it for you? I'd be interested to know what people think. Yeah. Um, okay, so news bits, other stuff that's been going on. Uh, well, let's do it in a bit of chronological order. So last weekend we saw Scott Quigg miss the weight yep. against Oscar Valdez. Yeah. So uh, for anyone that hasn't seen it, so essentially what happened was uh, Scott Quigg weighed in two point six pounds over. Um, then turns out he had a fractured foot through camp uh, and had struggled. He was three pounds over the day before, which is quite normal for him. But then just could not get this extra weight off. Yeah. Um, tried and tried and tried. Obviously had a conversation with Eddie Hearn and said, "Look, I've tried. This is what's going to happen." Um, I think Eddie Hearn got said he got a phone call at like half past five, quarter to six in the morning. He was like, well, "That's never fucking good news on fight day." Yeah. Uh, so, oh, sorry, I'm waiting on the day before the fight. So, you know, we kind of knew what was going on. Um, and then uh, Scott Quick refused to do a second weigh-in. Yes. Um, yes, which is bang out of order. Okay. Okay. Well, this this is what I thought. I mean, I, from from my point of view, I think Scott. I mean, and Scott Quick lost the fight handsomely uh, against Oscar Valdez, but put up a, a decent show. He, bu- he buzzed Valdez a couple of times. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was shocked when I heard that Scott Quick missed away. Of all the people, yeah, to, to miss away, that's when you kind of think, well, hold on, mate, Some, something's not quite right, is there? Yeah. But he couldn't do road work. They didn't like do swimming or cycling. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I mean, this is this is Scott. This is the man who writes ev- whose mum writes everything down. He eats in a book, and you know, yeah. this, he this is right, he is down and what, stuff like he, that. Yeah, he Carl is Rogers the like life, that. you know. Yeah. Regardless of what you think of his talent, yeah, he is he is the life. What I'm saying is that he couldn't do road work, which is probably part of how he keeps his weight down. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm saying he could have swam, could have cycled. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean. So what do you feel? So obviously, what happens then is that the opposing fighter has the right to request a same say, um, way in the morning of the fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's also the other fighter's right to refuse. Yeah. So my thoughts on that were, yeah, all right, I don't necessarily agree with it, but then I could also see Scott Quigg's got the um, tried you know, an awful count, worked his bollocks off to try and get his knife right. It's not worked. Fuck it, I don't, I don't care. If you want to call the fight, I've called a fight. I've had a terrible camp anyway. Yeah. So I get it from both points, but but what what do you think? You you said it was bang out of order. I think to miss the weight, okay, it happens. That's not good enough. That mm-hmm. he shouldn't be missing weight. You know, he went. It's not like because the thing was when he moved up to featherweight, it wasn't like he was killing himself to make super bantam. He was always talking about how easy it was for him. And before he fought Frampton, all the rumors were about Frampton not being able yeah. to make super bantam. But does that um, not give? Does that for you? Does that not give him a little bit of extra sway for you? Because you know that he doesn't miss weight. You know that it no, wasn't tight yeah, anyway. Yeah. And you know it's Scott Quigg. So I wasn't too obviously up- something's happened. I wasn't too upset about him missing weight the two point eight pounds. You know the night before, I wasn't upset about it. Was it was like okay, that's silly. It shouldn't have happened. But to 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 not do a morning weigh-in the next day I think is bang out of order because what you're doing is what you what that makes you think is what you're trying to hide have you just been pounding away drinks and pounding away carbs so you can weigh 150 pounds the next day mm. against this guy that has made weight and has done what he's supposed to do so that's that's as bad as peds to me okay being massively bigger and trying to gain a massive weight advantage is just as dangerous as a guy on the juice mm-hmm. And so I did think it was out of order. And I think he did eventually end up weighing in, and he weighed 142 pounds. He was a welterweight. I don't think he did. I don't think he actually weighed in. I think I think that was. I think they they said that to him. I think they volunteered that information. Right. So they yeah, they were saying that he was a welterweight in there. I think what. And you could see the notable size difference. I think what their <laughs> argument was in the fight. Freddie and um, and Eddie Hearn's argument back was was that um, look, he, there was no advantage in there. He's had he's had a terrible camp. 
he was no, he wasn't even in a position to do it, which is why he was okay about if the fight got pulled anyway. Yeah, he didn't feel that there was an advantage anyway. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah look, should the argument perhaps shouldn't be aimed at the at the fighter or the manager? It should be aimed at the commission. Yeah, about the rule change. Yeah, they they should have, they really should have enforced a, a next morning way. But they can't. So if they can't, then they should have called the fight off. I think they're probably going to start putting that in deals now, making making yeah. it mandatory because yeah. it's, it's happening. It's a bit dangerous, now. Man. and. Um, I mean, even going back to to Canelo. I mean, if he's using clenbuterol to cut to, to cut the weight and then ballooning up in weight, you know, if, if someone gets badly hurt in one of these fights, you know, this this. I mean, boxing's not like it's not like in in football or cycling. They're only really harming themselves in boxing. You actually fight on other people, and to get an advantage in that way isn't isn't good. Yeah, you know. And okay. We saw Lewis Neri against uh, Shinsky. Uh, what's his last? Say his last name. Oh, Shinkster. Uh, Yamanaka. Yeah. In Japan the other week, that Lewis Neri missed weight, mm. and that he got he blasted Yamanaka out in two rounds. It was it's yeah. dangerous when people someone's messing with weight like that and almost cheating with the weight. That that's not right. That's not right. That's as bad as Peds. It really yeah. is. Fair enough. Um, we also saw the week before we saw Kel Brook stop uh, Sergei Rabchenko in two rounds to win his WBC silver belt. It's got him ranking, obviously, with the WBC. You look completely non-plus. It's a pile of rubbish. That <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think it's easy to overlook Rabchenko in terms of mate. It's, it's, it's like a Prince Patel going to Eastern Europe to fight a bunch mm, of randoms. I'm not yeah. sure about that. I'm not no, sure I agree with that, that person. Two um, excuse me. That's Prince Patel, the Hungarian <laughs> and Czech Republic champion. Show some bloody respect. Well, he's not now, is he? Is he not? He's, I'm still keeping him as my Twitter header, but he apparently got spotted the other day. Ah, oh, did he? But, He's um, not a Hungarian champion anymore. No, no, no. All right, so what? So I mean, I've, I, I thought it was nice to see Kelbrook. I think not many people put combinations together as well as Kelbrook. I thought he was a decent. I thought Rabchenko was a was an okay, was all right. I think from from what he's done before and all the rest of it, I, thought I was all right with that personally. Ke- Kelbrook's had back to back. Murder, almost a murderer's row of fights yeah. Golovkin and then um, Errol Spence he's had back to back eye surgeries let him have a couple of gimmies I wouldn't mind if the next one was a gimme as well mm. he needs to build his confidence back up and just get get back because winning a world title at light middleweight is going to be bloody hard mm. he's going oh, he, there's no big names there's no superstars at light middleweight but you look at the champions it's Erislandri Lara Jarrett Hurd and Jamel Charlo and then Liam Smith, Adam Ali, but whatever. Mm. But those three, they are bad men. And Jarrett Hood is a, is a lump. He's massive. And Charlo is massive. Do you know what He's not it? beating either one of them. No, but do you know what was interesting, though? That there's a lot of people that came out of, a lot of fighters that came out of Wood were saying, I'll fight you, Kel, because they know that there's some money, money here for yeah. it. <laughs> so, and even Errol Spence. Errol Spence says, look, if you uh, if we can we can find somewhere to, to do another one, let's let's do it. You know, yeah. if, if um, I'll... Uh, well, does Spence say, if you win another world title, I'll fight you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he's looking at him saying, all right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is great, but this is great for us. Yeah, it's great, yeah, yeah. For, it's great for the sport here. If you're a Hearn fighter, that happens, isn't it? You know, you've got a bit more of um, a profile, you know, more people see you, and more, more people want to fight you. But the, the I guess the issue with Brooke is that he's a welterweight coming up, and Charlo and um, Hurd mm. are borderline middleweights. So that's the problem he's going to face. But he doesn't he, he doesn't lack, you know, he's testic- a, yeah, but he's, does he? So. But he's... Um, <laughs> He's been the bigger fighter for most of his career, yeah. so he's got to get used to. I mean, obviously, the Golovkin fight was an, it was an anomaly, but he's got yeah. to get used to being the smaller man yeah. and fighting his way around that. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, does he win another world title? If you had to put one word answer on it, yes or no? No. No. Nah. I'll, I'll say yes because um, if Liam Smith wins a world title, then he's won a world title, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, it's not a foregone conclusion that he beats Smith, but 
Does he? But then, if a choice comes down to he fights Amir Khan at one, well, let's say he says fights him at one fifty, yeah, or as a possible world title fight against Charlo. I mean, I'd, I'd rather him pick Khan. I think he would pick Khan. Yeah, I think he would. And Cause it's all about making as much money as he possibly can. If Liam, yeah. yeah, if Liam Smith beats Saddam Ali, which is no foregone conclusion, because yeah. it's in New York and Saddam Ali is pretty good at the way, mm. he's with Frank Warren. Yeah, There's, you're not making that fight. Mm. You're not making it. So then it's it's Hurd, it's Lara, it's Charlo. He doesn't. I don't think he beats it. Maybe Lara. Yeah, but because Lara's bit, he can be hurt. He can be hurt. But I don't see. But I, I want to see the Khan fight now. Yeah, they're okay. both they're both equally a bit shot. Yeah, so let's just do it. Fair enough. Um, I want to say on the on the undercut of that, I just want to say I was heartbroken for Dave Allen. That was a gutter, wasn't it? Uh, so Dave Allen is rematch with with Lemroy Thomas. Yeah. Um, and it got cut. It got stopped in the first round. Two minutes, eighteen seconds after a very nasty cut to Dave Allen after a cut ahead. And look, you, know, you can have your own opinion on on Dave Allen and how he you know, events up on all these shows on box office undercards and yeah. you know and all the rest of it. You know, with with I think what he'd probably admit himself is relatively limited talent. But um, uh, I love I love a story in boxing. Any boxing that gives people opportunities that they wouldn't have in any other place, and Dave Allen is the epitome of that. And like I said, I hope, I hope, who would have thought we're going to get a Dave Allen Lemon trilogy? Thomas trilogy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's great. And and if if you haven't, uh, he was on Ringside Taylor Taylor's Guy Sports Boxing Podcast, and he and he was fantastic. Yeah. He talks brilliantly. He's very candid. He's honest. There's no matchroom sky loving. Says yeah. what he thinks. You know, I was, uh, yeah, really, 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 really gutted for him and I hope I hope he comes back and uh, gets the chance to, to win that Commonwealth title um, so Mikey Garcia beat uh, Lipnitz to win the uh, world title in his fourth weight class mm. that kind of passed me by a little bit unfortunately which is a shame because yeah. I love Mikey Garcia but... yeah. yeah it did it was a little bit mm, yeah, yeah. I, it did it kind of was like yeah it was a great good achievement Lip, Lipnitz you know he carried himself well he was competitive to a point yeah. but Mikey Garcia won one handily um what does Mikey Garcia do now? Does he, he? I'd like to see him stay at lightweight. I think he's better at lightweight. But yeah, but fuck that because we want. Um, I want him to go to lightweight so he fights Lomachenko. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I want Linares. If not, seen, I want someone to fucking get rid of Linares. I'm sick of seen, it. You've not seen the tweets, then, have you? No, go on. Between um, Crawford and Garcia. Ah, oh really? Uh, yes. I think um, there's a training video of them, them not sparring. Yes. And I think um, I think Garcia was trying to say he got the better of it, and Crawford right. said, "Let's release the video and see what happens. Oh, yeah, right. See what people say. Yeah, because that's what they're talking about making so, that fight. So that's another that's another angle. Well, I need. I don't care. Give me. I mean, Garcia is is my favourite. Is arguably other than Groves and Crawler. Yeah, like, he's probably my favorite fighter, but yeah. so I I need him. I I can't have Linares stopping him as well. But Linares, <laughs> Linares is fighting Lomachenko yeah. now, so you're going to get your wish. Mm. Do you think you think Lomachenko is going to beat him? I think most people think Lomachenko is going to. I think Lomachenko wins. Yeah, <sighs> I think Linares. I love Linares, but I think he's on the turn. I think he's ready to go. Mm. Part- and he got rid of his trainer. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and Luke Campbell did not cause him issues, but yeah, no, he did. Yeah. He gave him a tough fight. It was a close. It was a. Linares won and deserved to win, but it was a good fight. Competitive. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean Lomachenko is special, isn't he? But I can't keep betting against Lomachenko, so I'm not gonna do can't it. Can't keep betting against the pound for pound. I'd scream the house down if, if Yeah, Linares you can't won. keep betting against the pound for pound number one. <laughs> Flip this table, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so Lennox Lewis had a bit of a Twitter spat with uh, Showtime over their claim that the winner of Wilder Joshua uh, Wilder or Josh uh, Wilder and Joshua. Parker. Yeah. Um, 
would be the number one undisputed champion since Tyson. Yes. Uh, factually, no. So no, because, um, I don't see what the Francesco argument is. Francesco Damiani had the other belt when Tyson was undisputed. So, so <laughs> Kim, I don't know if you can see T's face Very there. Nice. But it was like... <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> That was, that was like you've just like about to bed a girl for the first yeah. time you've just oh, taken yeah. your cock out and gone, look at that. that. There's a camera <laughs> nice. in the corner, just like, we get at the camera. When did he have that belt? What year was that? Oh, it might be 89 or 88. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so in no way is that true. In any way was that true. Yeah, he said that the, this... Well, come on, you're, look, you're Lennox is your number Lennox. one fan, so talk to me. Go. It's not just about Lennox. It's about, it's about um, Bo. It's about Holyfield. They were undisputed champion as well. They they unified the division as well. You can't just discount that to sell a fight. At the time, and I'm old enough to remember the fight, being a massive Lennox fan, I was about 16 at the time when um, Holyfield, uh, Lewis 1 and 2 happened. And um, at the t- everyone said it was universally recognised as the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. That's what it was, that fight. Mm. And when... Lennox won the fight and he was the man. He was a champion. At that time, Vitaly Klitschko was a WBO champion. I thought it was Herbie Hunt. Herbie, uh, when the rematch happened, yeah, yeah, he lost. Vitaly, Vitaly was <clears throat> a champion. But Vitaly was nobody. <clears throat> WBO was no, it was nothing. It's like, it's like saying now you're not the undisputed champion unless you've got the IBO title. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, in, it's just wrong. It's just wrong on every level. And Lennox completely owned them on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He just completely owned them. Well, everyone was on his side. But the side, kind of the sidebar of the whole thing was that, you know what? He wasn't about belts. He was about fighting the best of his era. And and did that. And um, I think Mayweather's career has kind of muddied the waters a bit. And that, um, okay, Mayweather did fight people at the right time. I've got to, you know, sorry, sorry, Cal, but he did fight people at the right time. And I think people want to try and follow that, that, that kind of career. And you're not getting many people fighting the best of the best. Maybe. <laughs> Put the scissors down, Cal. I don't know. I, th- I think in this day, you've got people trying to protect their own. And um, I think Lewis kind of spoke out against that too. Yeah, no, I think you think you're right. I think we could start about Floyd now. I think uh, Floyd has, in a way, left a bad legacy. Not because of his career. But because of fighters after him, yeah, they, they want all, to be him, yeah. And it's what we've spoken about before. They all want to be money. They don't want to be pretty boy. They want to get to the destination. They're not thinking about the journey. And and I think that's I think that's what Lennox was was getting at. Um, but you know. But then, so what do you say about Joshua Parker now? Cause obviously, because obviously they're missing, yeah. they're missing the WBC belt. But... Do you know what? I w- that's not undisputed because. The thing was, Holyfield um, Lennox was for the lineal championship as well. Yeah, which and I think that's but that's all we have. Hmm. That's all we have in this world of this title gets vacated, that title gets vacated, that one's a regular title, that one's a super yeah. title. All we have in this world is the lineage. That's it. And the Lennox Lewis lineage you can trace back to Floyd Patterson. So it's it was there and it was only broken when he retired. Yeah, and so. Um, would you say then with with Joshua that say he say say Tyson doesn't make it back right yeah he'll never win that lineal um, no because Tyson Fury and I love Tyson Fury mm. but he retired he hasn't boxed for two years he retired twice mm. he's not lineal champion anymore right because 
But if you look at it from just yeah, legacy, I get it. You would, you would you would say look, and, and no one would if he ends up getting all the belts and you know no one yeah. would take it away from. Him. But, but there will always be he need he needs it so bad because there will fury. always be yeah, yeah there will always be well you know these belts were only the only the first two belts you even got were because because of this man. For me, if if Joshua and Wilder fight. They're the lineal champion. That restarts the lineage for me. And I okay. think for most people, for most boxing... Yeah, I mean, you've got to draw a line under it at some point. Especially if he doesn't come back, of course. Yeah. And I, yeah, saying so that, do, Tyson yeah. Fury looks in amazing shape. Yes. I, I'm on All the record saying he'll never box again. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not convinced he'll box again. But he looks great. Fair play to him. I, I think I think, uh, I think that argument's going to lose, Cal. Because I think if you got look, look down. in shape, you look at... <laughs> got to keep doubling down, man. Just double down, triple down. Uh, and I think... Um, uh, match room talk, uh, Eddie Hearn and Matchroom have talked openly about the fact that they they made him an offer, but they don't expect it to be them. So look, I'm assuming it's going to be BT and and, and Frank. I He's mental then. not to go with Eddie. Yeah. Mental. Well, yeah, but I think I think what they were saying there was maybe a disagreement about the route back, whom and how. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah. Um, Joe Saunders fight is off with, with Martin Murray. It's, now they've, they've could we say postponed? A, postponed, yeah. So, bit convenient. Oh yeah. I'm not saying a damn thing. <laughs> yeah, it's. We didn't. We heard the ticket says we're not going great, but who knows? That's rumors. Who knows? Yeah. There's who always knows? rumors in boxing. Yeah. That's where the rumors were that they were not going well at all. Do you know what? It was always strange. It was strange to put Billy Joe Saunders, who he's not a massive ticket seller anyway. Just had the just had the performance of his career yeah. as well. Yeah, but he's not he's not a money drawer over here. Mm. Um, to put him in with Martin Murray, who's lost multiple times, um, and to put Terry Flanagan, who's from Manchester, against Marito Co, who no one's ever heard of, in London. It was mm. just weird. It was yeah. just strange. You're best off doing it up in Manchester because you'll sell some tickets up there or move the fight to, to even a Frampton card, yeah. a stadium Maybe card. that's what they'll do then now because yeah. I, you know, sometimes it's about dates and what's available and all the rest of it. And, you know, it's the whole card off. The whole card's off. Yeah, they're moving it to June twenty third. It's just they'll have to get another ring now. They they need to downsize the O twos. It was ambitious. Yeah, but they need to go somewhere. It does show that there is still a gap, isn't there? Yeah, you know, there is. Yeah, uh, look, we we me and you were canapéing at a Coley Chamberlain that had ten nine ten thousand people there. You know, and it's those, just, it's the machine and those it? beef Wellingtons, mate. They were nice. <laughs> they were nice. Okay, no, I can't, I'm going to speak to if, if anyone from Matchroom is listening to this. There's no vegan options as your canapes. Yeah, so. do you know what? That's what, what's, what you're saying. Um, so uh, we br- we touched briefly on Dillian White, but look, so this weekend we've got uh, a really good card. I'm actually quite looking forward to it, and and it's fine when you can give people uh, stick for shit cards on a on a Saturday night fight night. But this is this is all right. So we've got uh, Dillian White and Lucas Brown for uh, this. What's what purpose is it? It's a WBC silver. Silver. Sorry, yeah, we said earlier, didn't we? Um, we've got Lewis Richards against against Scott Cardle. Yeah, that'd be good. Which is great as a quick turnaround. It's like. It's like back to the seventies. Yeah. Two fights in a month, two British title fights in a month. But he can't believe his luck. I know, and it, it <laughs> looks like he's going to try and win it outright as quick as possible. Try yeah. and break Ryan Rhodes' record. Let's. Look, we've, we've talked a little bit about. about actually, let's talk about White and Brown because I do. I want to talk about Richard and, and yeah. Carter because I think it's interesting. So, um, so Dylan White, we've, we've talked about Lucas Brown. What, what, what's he going to bring to the table on Saturday? Like this version of Lucas Brown. He's going to be rusty, isn't he? Hmm. He's not. But he had a drugs ban. He's fought two rounds in. Nearly two years. Yeah, yeah. I was really happy for him when he beat Ruslan Chakayev and he won Same the man. he won the regular title from him. 
and retired Chakaev because mm. Chakaev was a good fighter. Mm. Um, for him to go over there and win and stop him after getting dropped himself, you know, I was really, really impressed, like really, really pleased for him. But then he's got done for drugs and oh, here we go again. And and he's not boxed much since then. Has he boxed? Has he had a fight since then? Yeah. Okay. I've, I didn't know but that. a two-round uh, Yeah, thing, so he's I had believe. a two-round fight against a nobody. You don't know how he's going to look. Mm. He could look. He could look good. He could be in shape. He could be fine. He looks in good shape. Or he could look like shit. Mm. Um, I, I could. Brown's a puncher, and White's obviously been knocked out before, and he looked like Hellenius buzzed him a little bit. He definitely last buzzed fight. him. He definitely buzzed yeah. him. So he can be hurt, and Brown's a puncher, but I could see White outboxing him. Yeah, I think White's fresher. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Do it. I mean, I'm 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 not expecting a great fight. Personally, I think it's going to be a part of me is hoping for just for white Chisora type thing. Yeah, because we shit all over that. Mm. Oh yeah, we did. We really big, yeah, big time, and it ended up being a like a you know a British heavyweight. I think, um, yeah, it's a good fight, and it's one I'm interested to see. Mm. Um, But then there's another one with his with with his drugs history, and part of me is like, both of them have had it. Yeah, so they might as well just let them both juice to the gills and just have it. That's true. Um, okay, well, we'll see what happens with that one, and then you know, we've talked about what might happen to the, for the winner after that. But yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Um, Lewis Ritson and Scott Cardle. So we saw Lewis Ritson um, get rid of uh, Joe Martin, Joe, Martin. Uh, Joe. <laughs> yeah. uh, in a round, you know, yeah, and, and looked uh, and looked good for it. Um, and it's a very quick turnaround. Talked about Scott Cardle on on the night, and and here it is. Yeah, um, it's a quick turnaround for Scott Cardle as well, which yeah. I don't think can be underestimated. I'm sure that's quicker than they would have liked. Yeah, yeah. But this is a an opportunity to get his belt back essentially yeah um i'm very very impressed with lewis richardson oh but he looks real deal doesn't he he looks like you look at him and you look at the lightweight division world i'm starting to think world already for Mm. him because once you win the british title outright people don't seem to go for the european anymore no doesn't happen as much anymore people just go for world title it depends who's in it it depends on what gate it opens but you look at it now it's lomachenko who's not gonna if he beats linares he's not gonna stick around for long mikey garcia is not gonna stick around for long linares isn't gonna stick around for it's opening right up lightweight at world level so if you ask me would he win a world title i'd say yes because he looks the real deal. You don't know. You've got to see him take a shot back. Mm. And you, but he looks the bollocks. Sounds to me like he could do with a bit of a million dollar uh, swing, little million dollar left hook. <laughs> well, maybe he could fight Luke Campbell. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, the, lightweight. We've always been traditionally very good in this country. You know, there was that little. I always wanted to see Collar against Kevin Mitchell. Mm. I always wanted to see that fight, and it just never happened because yeah. I like them both. Um, contrary to all the digging out I do of you, I do really like Anthony Crawley. I think who was on the undercard, uh, uh, on the Cardiff undercard for AJ. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, they've yeah. announced a last minute thing for him, yeah. haven't they? So um, no, it, I, we were traditionally very good at lightweight in this country. So I'm really looking forward to see what Ritson can do. And I'm interested on Scott Cardle's front, right? Because I, yeah. I, I think Scott Cardle is a, a massive talented. I think you, it's very easy to forget his amateur um, awkward side of things. Yeah. I think he's regressed. Because of the type of fights he's had, the Masha Dodd stuff didn't help because of the controversy that was on that. It meant another fight, and then it goes through, and then he loses his, his British title to uh, Robbie Barrett. Um, so it, it, it's difficult, for, and I feel a little bit for Scott Cardle. Yeah. Um, and, and if he was to look, if he was to go and beat Lewis Ritson now, look, they are both very fantastic feet, fantastic movement. Um, both yeah. of them. I mean, 
I mean, it's easy to go right. Lewis Ritson beats him because of because of kind of the hype that's around yeah. Lewis Ritson at the minute. But uh, I think it'll be a lot closer than than perhaps we're think? thinking. Yeah, I, I still think I still think Ritson will win because, like you say, I think Ritson is fresh. He's on. He's on a roll. Yeah. Cardle, uh, there's a lot of pressure on Cardle because this is it. Yeah, this is it for Scott Cardle now. It almost feels like they're feeding him to Ritson. Yeah. It's like, do you know what? This is done, Scotty. Let's just feed him. Let's just cash out. I think on him. part of it is a loyalty thing because. He was one of the first people that Matchroom signed. I think they've shown him quite a lot, of, a lot of loyalty, yeah. and I think I think that's where this has perhaps come from. But it's a, it's a legit test for for Lewis Ritson. Oh, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see to see what we've got. We've also got Cam Johnson against Frank Buglioni, mm. which uh, is interesting because uh, Buglioni can win the British title outright. Yes, he can. And then he wants to start looking at. World and this will be the first time that anyone has won the British title outright. By fighting undefeated fighters. Yeah, and that's what he's wanted. Mm. He hasn't wanted to fight uh, Burton. He doesn't wanted to fight him at all. He's wanted to fight Callum Johnson because that's the undefeated guy. Um, or was it the fact that he was down on all the cards was, against Burton he, and then he, pulled he out probably the bag. lost eight of those eleven rounds, <laughs> which I loved, by the way. But, oh yeah, yeah, no, I was so happy for Bullioni. Um So I've Bullioni since winning the title, he wasn't great that night against Burton, but he managed to pull it out. But mm. since then, his defense in his defenses, he. I think that the championship has taken him up a level and he's very he paces fights better, he's tactically better. I think it's made him a better fighter and that's why I think he'll probably win on Saturday. Mm. I've really been impressed with him since he won the title. I think he's bugging up the wrong tree going for a world title, but, but there you go. It's cashing out, isn't it? Yeah. No, that, is. that that division is just awful. But he's uh it's a bit beauty in the beast, isn't it? <laughs> Johnson clearly. Yeah. He's uh because John, John and again Johnson he's got a you know, he's got a background that is that is worth you know mm. noting. You yeah, know, yeah, you know, people yeah. forget that, and um, I think uh, I think Johnson might beat him. Yeah, I think Johnson might be. I'm going to say it now. I'm going to go with Johnson. I'm yeah. going to go with Johnson to. That'd to be massive. Yeah, I don't know whether it would be as massive as I think it will be massive. But when you looked at it, paper and rest, I don't think yeah. it would be that massive. But I think you ought to be a bit gutted if. Yeah. If because there's no money in fighting Johnson, I'd imagine. I think Hosea Burton we guided. Because Callum Johnson's a Gallagher fighter. Yeah, yeah. He is, yeah. They're both Gallagher fighters. Yeah, exactly. So they yeah. can't fight each other. We've got a busy night, Johnny. Scott Carter and uh, yeah, Johnson it takes it takes Burton almost out of the British title picture. He can't yeah. get his belt back because he can't fight his own stablemate, if you like. Yeah. Unless Gallagher is going to alternate rounds. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh uh, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Johnson. I'm going to go with Johnson to win. Yeah. Possibly. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple of questions from Twitter. We've got at David Tarbuck says, with Fury, and S- Fury, Sexton and Buglioni v. Johnson coming up, uh, what are the strongest and weakest British title divisions right now? Give me Fury and Sam Sexton. Yeah. I'm all right with that for the British title. Uh, I'm at a level, I'm about right. where levels are and where the, re- where the people are above them are. I think that's... I'm all right with anything for the British title. Yeah, I do love a British title fight. I just love a British title fight. And the heavyweight division, it kind of sets the pace for the, for the, for the boxing as a whole. And yeah. so... Sam Sexton, I was really pleased for him that he won it. That he won the British title because he wanted it for so long. Yeah. He wanted it for so, so long. I was just so happy for him that yeah. he eventually won it. Uh, weakest weakest division in boxing. Weakest British division in boxing right now. Um, Maybe Super Middle. Super Middle is a good shout. It's a good shout because everyone's gone up to gone up to world level. And then, so John Ryder's fighting Jamie Cox for the vacant British title. But below that, who is there? I think that's a good shout, super middle. Flyweight's obviously hard. You know, you've got Andrew Selby. He's got the British title, and he struggles to get to get defences. Yeah, because, I mean, look, what have you got around? You've got Jay Harris, Paddy Barnes. Yeah. Paddy, Paddy Barnes. Barnes. Yeah. 
I mean, what about cruiserweight? Yeah, yeah because cruiserweight. You got, so you got Matty Askin. Matty Askin won at the weekend. Yeah, he beat Steve Simmons in two rounds. You might have value. I do you know. What I would say you got as Matty well? Askin, Tommy McCarthy. You got and you got obviously Isaac Chamberlain. You know, and obviously Lawrence yeah. Cody. But I mean. I tell you, I thought Iqbal. To be fair, that'd be interesting to see what goes yeah. on with him. But I tell you, what, another one that's weak, Welter. Hmm. Look at Welter. Yeah, Bradley Skeets just won it outright. Well, hold on a minute, Sammy Egg's in there. Sammy Eggington. <laughs> I thought he's up to light middle. Is it light middle? I think he's still done as a. Yeah, I think so. But I think he's done here as well. What's yeah. a, we need to pick a Frankie strong... Gavin at number three. He said, "Fuck it now." <laughs> <laughs> Who? What's a strong one? Because we're saying all the weak ones. Uh, okay, so light like... Welter. Oh, definitely yes. Thank yeah, you. like Josh Welter's Taylor, good, Danigan, yeah. Catterall, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh... and lightweight. I mean, like in terms of competitive stuff, British fights that you'd like to see. I mean, Luke Campbell, Crawler, Ricky Burns. Man, right. Think about a British Christmas. title level, though. None yeah, of those guys okay. are fighting for the British title. Yeah, I think T. Shout is right. Like welterweight. Yeah, Catchall O'Hara Davies. Bantamweight's not bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got Brian Burnett, Jamie McDonald, and you can say what you want about Jamie McDonald. But again, they're but... not going to fight for the British title. No. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I would go with T. Shout. Like Welter, like Welter, the weakest, probably super middle, or... super bantam. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, the Gavin McDonald, but we, you know, we saw Gavin McDonald and Gamal Yafai. What yeah. do you think about, by the way, McDonald and Yafai? Uh, I, I was really, I was, I was surprised quite disappointed you, in Yafai. I was surprised that you picked Yafai. I thought Gavin McDonald all the way. I just did I pick Yafai? Yeah. 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 Live on our Twitter account, you did it publicly as well. Yes, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I did, and, I, and I'll tell you for why. Well, for the reasons I said, for why really? I mean, more so with the fact that I thought just, I just thought if I, he looked um not unfit, but he was gassed after six rounds. I just yeah, did yeah. not think that would happen. I knew McDonald would be fit. Yeah, but it was a complete. He was accomplished that night, and I and I think I think he kind of broke uh, Yafai's heart early yeah. on, which yeah, I just was not expecting. You know? I think yeah, I think Yafai thought oh, I'm gonna. This is me. This yeah. is my time, and I think he thought this is much harder than I realised. Um, Jamie McDonald's fighting a new A. That's and fair fucking play to him, man. Oh my God. Do you know what everyone? Everyone says the same thing about Jamie Jamie McDonald. He doesn't give a shit about boxing. He knows yeah. nothing about it. He, he couldn't. He probably won't watch Joshua Parker. Yeah. He's he's in it for the money, mm. and he's going to go to Japan. He's going to make a lot of money, and he'll put up a bloody good fight against Inoue as well. Yeah. I think Inoue will win because mm. he's Inoue. He's a bad man. He's a pound for pound fighter. Yeah. But it it will be a tough fight for Inoue. He'll give Inoue a hard fight. Cool. Well. But I love a new way. I like. I, I like, love a new way. I love Jamie McDonald. Yeah. I love him, but I love a new way. There you go. Bad man. Well, oh no, we got one more question actually from uh, Mr. Chris Leakes. Uh, I love my. We need to get Chris back on actually. Yeah. Um, how long will Eddie Hearn be able to sell shit fights to HBO off the back <laughs> of Joshua? So White Brown is on is on HBO, yeah. uh, and then Miller and Jacobs are fighting uh, in Brooklyn. Yeah. Miller's fighting. Yeah, he's fighting on HBO. My only well. defense would be on that is the fact that. Obviously, Eddie Hearn, Matchroom USA has kind of just started, yeah, and yeah. you know it's just about it's about he's you know he's going to go over and want to try and ruffle some feathers and stuff. So yeah. this is just about putting stuff on to start with. But Eddie does Hearn. it matter? I know, I know, I know. Chris is no Eddie Hearn fan, but does it? Does <laughs> Eddie it Hearn's playing a blinder. Do you know what he's doing? He's getting HBO and Showtime into a bidding war. Mm. He's playing them off against each other. Showtime are in the box seat at the minute because they've got the Joshua fight. They had Joshua Klitschko. They're, they're the ones delivering the best, other than this silly thing over Lennox Lewis and the yeah. Undisputed Championship. They're the ones leading the way in terms of uh, US boxing coverage. They're doing some great stuff. HBO are really on the down. Uh, and they're probably the best at it, so it's a real shame. HBO's coverage is better than Showtime's. Um, but, yeah, Eddie Hearn's playing a blinder, as per usual. Can't hate on the guy. 
Chris can. <laughs> and I can from time to time. I'm sure we all can from time to time. But uh, I think, yeah, I think the market's there at the minute. So I, I don't think this process is going to stop anytime soon. Yeah. So He's getting into a bit. There you more. go. Cool. We're done. Yeah, I'm I'm done. Done. you got a little bumper episode. That's one hour, two minutes. <laughs> um, Joshua, Joshua Parker, first week, new prediction league. Prediction league. Prediction league, not fantasy league. You, you had fucking two years to correct me. And you didn't. I, well, I didn't, I, we were waiting. All, all of us are talking in our own WhatsApp group. We, all the listeners and me and T are just talking about why does he keep calling it fantasy <laughs> Fucking weird. Fucking correct me, God. <laughs> um, so look, you follow us on Twitter at Below the Belt if you want to get uh, underscore, sorry, if you want to get involved with the Prediction League. Uh, Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash B2B pod. Uh, Instagram page Below the Belt pod. Uh, you can follow me at Alex from Bristol. Cal? At BC, the Grand Slam. At Thelonious Filth. Uh, and get asked. Reviews, tweet us your stuff of anything that you think of the pod, anything we've discussed, anything that you think differently of, or anything that you want to agree with me on. I'm not interested if you yeah, disagree the, with me. But Yeah, the 5% are still listening, so get votes. So, you know, there get you those, go. Get those comments in. I'm happy well to done. argue with people on Twitter, no problem at all. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's fair enough, yeah, because your arguments are always quite funny. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Okay, and we'll see you next time where we might have some special uh, news coming up. We're going to keep it teased on it in a minute, but we have uh, hopefully a couple of fighters that that we've got in line to uh, to sit down and and chat with us and tell us a little bit more about their life and their life in boxing. So, uh, yeah, one or two coming up. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Romeo Dunn. Sports Social Podcast Network.